And those are a lot of sad cracks. Welcome back to the Beards Watch Podcast, episode 183. We're going to try to keep the energy up. It was kind of sucked out before beer card. Jeez, you got to work on your breaking news. Hey. You maybe should have held that in before and after. Either I, either I would have told her your mom would have shot you text saying Luke's out. Yeah, well, so, you know. I thought I could be the first one to break the news. Yeah, well. It, it's not a good news to be breaking, though. It's not. So, as we just literally minutes before we started recording, Luke Keekley announcing his retirement, not specifically why, but saying he can't play the way he wants to play anymore. So maybe we'll find out more, maybe we won't. But with his history of concussions, with his history of other injuries, I know he's had labrum surgery and stuff like that. Maybe he just thought it was time to start a family. He's made plenty of money. So, But we'll get into that. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 183. Charlotte Snowmore Podcast recorded in the basement. It's me, J-Roll Nation. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, J-Roll Nation. YouTube, they see me rolling for our Birio Kart race, our Brewer Reviews, our uh, watch parties. We will be doing a watch party for the Super Bowl and putting that up. And then NFL Draft and then back in the Panthers season. So, But, yes, go follow, like, subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And then our Twitter and Instagram for is uh, the Beards Watch. Yeah, five stars, all that good stuff. Go buy a shirt. Chris, you bought a shirt yet? I'm poor, man. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. How you doing? Tired. Yeah. Late podcast. Today, late, man. late. A little late. Wanted late. to help get the kid to bed, so that's why it's yeah. a little later. The last few I've been on were seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Those were nice, right? Yeah. After work. yeah. Yeah. But I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Gonna start tearing up here in a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Make sure you get you, you have all your uh, Luke Keekly gear already. I know because it'll it'll be. It'll be gone soon, so. Yeah. I got a Wesley Walls, and I got a Luke Keekley. So, that, I mean. Wow. I'm going to have to go get me a Luke Keekley now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go get it. Yeah. Where can people find you, Chris, if you want to be found? On Twitter, at C-M-I-C-U-N-0-1, and on Instagram, at C-A-Mikan, M-I-C-U-N. I'd be posting bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Duvall, you seem the saddest here. You seem the shookest. <laughs> man, I'm good, man. Um, thank you again for having me. Uh, it's been a interesting day. A um, little bit of ups and downs just yeah. as far as Panthers is concerned, but I know we'll get to it. But um, if you're looking for me, my Twitter, Rod vs. Duvall, Instagram, just Duvall. All right. Jeeves, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry to have to break the news, but yeah, that would have been broken. Sooner or later, someone, but it's good. <laughs> it's not good, Jeeves. No, it's not <laughs> good. <laughs> How can people find you if you want to be found? The Jeeves1988 on Twitter and Instagram. And you missed a good Jeevism. Uh, before we started rolling beer your card, Jeeves was like, well, can Luke Kingley still play in the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know he didn't already do the card. He'd already, he'd already bowed out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was, oh, I know. But it still was kind of a funny thing to, was. to mention. Out of all the, I think that's the one game that players don't give a rat's ass about, which you shouldn't either as a fan. Oh. I always think it's funny when everybody gets so mad about Pro Bowl voting. Like, why do you care? Like, it doesn't matter. He could have used it kind of like NBA guys do. They have like their farewell tour. That could have been like his farewell yeah, that's game. Not him, you know, though. I don't think that's him. I know what you're saying, but I don't. I mean, one yeah. last, you know, yeah, trip to my Hawaii. I just want to know if like a reporter had asked him. They're not, they don't go to Hawaii no more, right? Yeah, what his response would have been. I mean, I, that reporter probably would have been fired, but right. <laughs> it would have been like, a, "Are you serious?" Or yeah, 
One more time. Well, you know, it'd be interesting. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll enter. Yeah. And we've got Mike. Yeah. First time visitor. First time. Usually we get, uh, if we get drunk together, we do a back and forth. It is a good Mel Kuyper and I'll do a little uh, Tom McShay or either one. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just do that during draft time. So finally, good to have you on. Now, yeah. before we dive into it, yeah, introduce yourself to the people. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Deek, M-I-K-E-D-E-K-E. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from Philadelphia, so I'm not nearly as upset as everyone else here right now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, outside of that, um, you know, I've had some good players retire a little too early. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But, so, I feel bad for everyone here. No. So. so, I want to ask you to get into it. I do this with people. You haven't been on Twitter in a long time. That's correct. But you didn't know your, your, your handle. So, I like to look at your Twitter and I like to ask, do you remember, one, you only have two tweets. Yep. Do you remember the last time you tweeted was? Probably something in the ESPN FC. It was uh, November 6th in 2010. Sixers, right? Ten years ago, it was Sixers. It was to Bill Simmons, his original Twitter handle, about how the the 76ers had the softest front court in the NBA. Make sure you look that up. The softest. Yes. The softest. And then you're charming soft. Yes, that's exactly what you said. And then I retired off that tweet. No, you had one before that a year earlier, (laughs) December 15th of 09. Finals. Yes, last day of finals, last final Thursday. Yes, is that was it? Those are your only two tweets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of ashamed you looked at this. So. <laughs> That's just what I do. I like to do that. One. Yeah, you kind of remembered it. You're actually you did better than most people I asked, and they're like, I have no idea. But I like to do that when I look at people's Twitter accounts, and if they they're not active on it, if, if they can remember their last tweets and the year and all that kind of stuff. I forgot but. about the Sixers front court one. <laughs> so, uh, I just started you know getting Bill Simmons like. You know, personally by email and stuff, and just send him like 15 weeks, so like get in his mailbag. Yeah. And then take it was so cool. And be like, oh, I just have one. <laughs> well, it was funny because when you click on it, it the, the Bill Simmons account you were tweeting at, he changed his handle. Okay. But the handle that's still there, like somebody took over it as like a parody account. Hmm. And it's like, if you want to follow the real Bill Simmons, here's his new handle. But it, like, it's, it's kind of it's uh, funny. So someone, after he gave up that handle, retook the handle and just was like, Want trying to get all the followers or whatever it is back. Well, so they're probably better than he is now. I mean, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how he's going. I got duped by the fake Bleacher Report. Oh like, yeah, last week I was pissed. Would you? How'd you get duped? I believed what they posted. What they post? What was it? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> but I believed that shit, and somebody called me out like two seconds later. That's what happens. Yeah, but I I was appreciative, and then I blocked the fake one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got time for that. So let's let's dive quickly since it's the hottest. I mean, we have so much news. I know. Well, okay, Mike, we're going to do first. How quick story? How you ended up? You were in Charlotte, but then you moved away for a little bit. Now you're back. Just give us a quick and dirty. How the hell did you get down here? Why'd you move fandom. back, and then why'd you come I would, back? I would just say it just revolves around three words. It was uh, or three things. You know, occupation. Yep. The fact that I hate cold weather. And not find, not being able to find a little girlfriend ever. So there you go. Okay. Like All right. There we go. All right. So I appreciate you being on ball with. Uh, you, you said when you came in, you were like, "Hey, I know it's a lot of news today, so we'll get to it." <laughs> that was even before the Luke Keekley stuff dropped. So since that's the hottest, we'll get to that. Duval, you're shook. I mean, my phone's blowing up with everybody. I think they forgot I'm recording a podcast, but you know, thoughts, feelings, real quick. Man, and, and I the sad part is is like I got a uh I met Friday, I met Matt Rule 
leaving work. What? So I had that story. Like, oh, like, like, so, yeah. So yeah. like, I was like, this so is. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to we'll that. Get to but, that. but, um, yeah, it. I don't even know how to feel, man. Like, I kind of feel, and I, I, and I don't even know, um, how I guess how Detroit Lions felt when Calvin Johnson all of a sudden retired, yeah. Yeah. or something like that, or even Indianapolis Colts fans when Andrew Luck just all of a sudden did. Yeah. Like, cause I mean. Luke's been the heart and soul of the defense since he's been here. Prior to him, it was John Beeson, you know, and then it was Dan Morgan, and all of them have been plagued by injuries. And then, yeah. and it's, you know, I think all of their careers were cut short. Dan Morgan's was concussions, Beeson's was just knees, and now Keekly, I can't speculate whether it is actually in fact a concussion. If I if I had to guess, I would think it's just injuries. And he's just feeling like, you know, he can't really perform the way he wants to. You know, maybe he kind of saw his game change throughout the season because so many people said he had lost a step. Yeah. And we were thinking maybe it was the scheme. And it may have been, been, in fact, just been that he had just lost a step. You know, so right now, I don't, I'm just trying to pick the pieces of my heart up off of the floor, <laughs> of the yeah. basement floor. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we'll get it together. Um, I, I really wish him the best. Um, I mean, if he ever listens, thank you for seven years of everything you've given to the community, to the team, everything that you've done, interceptions, everything. You're definitely no question first ballot Hall of Famer um, and everything. So that's how I feel right now, and yeah. I'm going to give it to you. I, it's interesting because I, I, sometimes I, I freak myself out. I know people could be like, oh, you're not. There's no way you could have this thought. But I literally, when I watched that hype video they did before the Panthers introduced Rule, yeah. I saw they had a flash players in it. And I had a quick thought of, damn, what if Keekley pulled the, uh, what was the linebacker, not Navarro Bowman, but the Patrick Willis. Willis yeah. Yeah. He did the same thing. He retired at 30. And everyone was like, what? And shocked just like this. Keekley, I think, Jeeves is 29. Can you get us with the Google there? Here we have. And you're thinking, okay. I mean, they literally just less than a week ago used him in a hype video about talking about toughness and strength and introducing this head coach and all that kind of stuff. I mean, people are more concerned about Cam, and they should have maybe been focused on what did this guy leave. <laughs> yeah. But it's very, like you said, he's been an icon. It's that middle linebacker position is tough. Yeah. It's like, you know, we speak, if you're a football junkie, the London Fletchers that hang around for 17 years. Yes. You can't do that anymore. A, because I think the health side of it, people are so into it. And B, it is a much more physical game now. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, players are faster, stronger. Yeah. You know, things have just changed. I mean, I think what comes to mind is uh, middle linebacker from Wisconsin. Uh, last name was Bourne. Yeah. He was. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was on the 49ers. He was yeah. in his second year. Yeah, I think he was like second runner-up and defensive rookie of the year. I mean, this guy was going to go all pro. Played two years. And yeah, he said, it's not happening. Yeah, he walked away. Yeah. I mean, he had to give money back to the Niners. And yeah, yeah exactly. He was a middle linebacker. So, yeah, I mean, he gets to show you. But it's also, I mean, you look at it like it's your life. You know? Yes. Like you want to be able to enjoy your family, your kids, and everything down the road. And yeah, you know, some things, some people just have different priorities. And I think that's it's interesting you bring that up. I mean, he, I think he has a girlfriend. I don't know if they're engaged, fiance. I don't think he's married. I don't think he has any kids, so maybe it's, you know, you start, if he's going home talking about with her, what's our future, and she's kind of saying, well, I don't want you to be forgetting, and if he's already flashing signs of concussions, we don't know how the home life is. If he's already gingerly, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever remember seeing Jerome Bettis walk around his house near the end of his career where he's already using a cane when he was like 35, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, if if you start looking at that, he's talking with his girlfriend, he's forgetting things, or he's already aching and painting, and then she's like, look, I... I don't necessarily know if I want to have kids with you if, 
if you're going to be by the time you're 40, I got to take care of you and the kids kind of thing. So I don't know. That's just pure speculation of home, at home talk. I mean, the way it seemed like it seemed like he still wanted to play, but he kind of hit that realization of his body. Just, I think. Yeah. I think it could be his body and and he just mentally, you just can't do it. And I mean, I know, and this is just me just being a. I just like to shoot, play, play basketball. And I had an injury, and it was just like I've never played pickup ball since. And, I mean, maybe it just got to the point where he was just like, you know what, the money doesn't matter, none of that. I, this is just more important. Me just enjoying my life, being able to be around my family, and I want to remember these things because there's so much going on. So, I mean, you see how Antonio Brown's acting now. So, you know, so with that being said, you know. Yeah, so I, I – I'm, I'm not mad at him. I mean, your health is the most important thing. I mean, you got to think about it. Marshawn Lynch said it the other day. He said, take care of your chicken and take yeah. care of your... Yeah, your mentals. Your mentals. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if that's what he's got to do, you know, go for it. I mean, the game will still go, and, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll bounce back, but he's still going to be a legend here. It's, it's tough because it looks like, to me, I didn't think the Panthers were that far away. Like, everyone keeps talking about a rebuild, a rebuild. I didn't think they were that that far away. I feel like if you got a new coaching scheme in there that can do some stuff and use the players we had, we'd get some wins in. But now it's it's almost looking like not necessarily a complete rebuild, but a lot more pieces. Now, yeah. again, I don't know what defense they're going to try to run or maybe the middle linebacker isn't. At, I mean, they've and a lot of the middle linebackers have kind of moved away from the guys that are pounding. They, you know, it's more of a, a, a quicker guy, speed. a speed. Awesome. Exactly. So – Again, if he felt like he lost a step, he felt like, you know, maybe, I don't know if the game, the game certainly hadn't passed him by, but it was a tough, it's been a tough couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, and I look back at two, it's like, damn, Rivera ruined a lot of careers, man, you know, oh, wore down Cam, oh, you know, you know, he had Keekly out there playing with concussions, he, you know, he about killed McCaffrey uh, two seasons ago when he was playing, so, I don't know, like, I, you're not supposed to use your weapons, bro? He gets drafted well, too. I mean, that's the other thing too. I mean, yeah. on paper, I mean, like for the Eagles, like we haven't drafted a good receiver in ten years, and it's ridiculous. But yeah, you know, okay, you guys every draft, and at least you, you don't miss on a lot. We don't miss on the first rounders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We miss on some middle picks, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to hit the first rounders to definitely make sure it feels, you know, you don't feel as wasted as a draft. I can't so. tell you the last time you guys really whiffed on a first round pick. Vernon Butler. Vernon Butler. Yeah. Yeah. That that could be one I would even go. I mean, the Jeff Otal, but he gave you Jeff Otal would be the, the well, last. He, he gave us what two years? No, nah, he's three or four. Well, three or four. Him, okay, okay. Yeah, I think Bernard Butler would be one. I mean, that was the Gettleman. But see, like he kind of turned it on, but it was he I mean, was, was, was sometimes yeah, yeah. And I mean, and then you could say maybe Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, that one counts. That one, you yeah. know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he traded him. He got a second round pick out of that, so it's like yeah, yeah some capital. Back, yeah, but. third round. But still, I mean, better than what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. You gotta look at it this way: is you know, you can sit here and talk about players retiring and coaches and stuff, but all that really matters is you know, what is your free agent strategy? How much money do you have? How much draft capital do you have? And how are you gonna do that? Because no. what's important in the NFL today is rookie contracts. Yeah, that's how you win Super Bowls. You gotta yeah. have enough sprinkled around to buy some big guys. And yeah, you know, Panthers at this point, you know, I think they have enough draft capital and. They have a lot of money. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that actually, like, it's interesting with, you know, everyone, whatever the cam thing happens, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they now trade them, but even then, do they want to completely, if you do get rid of cam, 
You only got and Kyle Allen's still an exclusive rights free agent, so they can pull his contract and let him walk, or they can keep him. I don't know why they want to keep him. Yeah. And then you only left Will Greer. I don't know if you want to go into an offseason with only Will Greer. Yep, so I think yep, you yep. at least you at least bring Cam along, and if you decide to take a guy who slips in the first round or a second round guy, and then all of a sudden if Cam gets hurt again, you've got that. And you, you know, I don't think so. It's going to be interesting because it's I don't know. Or do they go out and sign a veteran, a Teddy B, or something? I, it's let's just say the Carolina Panthers offseason got a whole lot more interesting. I mean, we started the just two hours ago. We were on a high with getting Joe Brady, LSU's yeah. passing game coordinator. Seems like a young mind, thirty years old, may, turned the LSU offense into a juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, and, and right there. Say what? He's going to come in and he's going to say, "This is why I want a quarterback." Yes, that's going to be part of the negotiation. That it's happens. also like he's he's able to. I've heard he's able to pick his own staff, which is kind of smart because. Let's be honest, if this guy is this talented, he's not going to be here longer than two years. You know, one year, two years, someone's going to come after him if he shows that he is this talented, right? Mm -hmm. So you want some of his protégés to be under the wing to then, you know, pull him up, that protégé, oh, no, we'll give you the offensive coordinator job. We'll do this. I mean, here's my thought process is that, and maybe he's on board with this, but, you know, the quarterback from Oregon, Justin Herbert, right? You know, we were picking and everything, or maybe Tua slips to you. If Tua slips to you on draft day, like, do you really say no? Seven. Seven? Seven pick? I don't think – I don't think – that's my thing is I I think it's one of those things where people think he's going to slip, but I don't think he does now. I don't know if he gets past Detroit at three. Yeah, Detroit actually is going to – Because to me, Detroit's yeah. in the same boat. They've got a 30-year-old quarterback who's been injury prone. Yeah. Why – who's they paid a lot of money to, but as we just saw, I'm not saying – no, I'm not saying the Chiefs way is the best way, but the Chiefs literally traded up, got Mahomes, let him sit for a year – Alex Smith played it out, made the playoffs. They went one and done. Yeah. Then all of a sudden they trade him for a fourth-round pick, and then Mahomes comes in. Now, yes, not every situation is going to be Mahomes, let him sit and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it shows another way of building, of letting, you know, with that rookie contract being so cheap, you can afford so to do that. Well, here's the outlier there is that, and I'm not, you know, pushing the Eagles wagon here, but, I mean, Andy Reid's ultimate quarterback whisperer. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I mean, I thought Mahomes in college, I mean, he had a rock of an arm, and if he just got any type of good coach, yeah. he'd be good. But, yeah, Kingsbury only won four games with him in his uh, final season of college, yes. Yeah, I think it worked out both for them pretty yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. But, yeah, it's it's wild, like I said, to, to dive into, Jeeves, did you verify how old Keekley was? He was 28. 28. When was his birthday? Uh, April... So he's going on 29. Yeah. yeah. April 20th. Okay, so oh, he turned 29 20. in a couple months. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's it's why it's got like I said it's got to me it's got to be health related. It's got to be something mm-hmm. along those lines of where he you know he can't feel like he he said in that little video we watched a little bit of it it wasn't about the new coaching staff coming in mm-hmm. changing stuff it was just it, it looked kind of like he went to his you know that that I guess they all go to a, a checkout physical. Yeah. And he went to the checkout physical, and the doctor was kind of like, and maybe he got a concussion in that last game. Could have. And with his history and stuff, it was, you know, one of those things where it's like, yo, you've got this many documented or, you know. Yeah, and, you, and you don't know how many undocumented exactly. concussions he's got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think three is the magic number. Like, once you get to three, it's a. And you know he's got more than that. Very long term. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, there's a difference between concussion and getting your bell rung. You don't really know the difference between them. So yeah. So you kind of. They add up. That's the thing is, it's still such an unknown. You can't really test for the CTE until someone's dead. Right. You can't grab yeah. their brain. There's, they have, for right now, they don't know how to test all this damage 
So, again, it's it's, it's the unknown. But they do know that concussions lead to it. But we don't know, like you said, what's the bell rung? Does a small one have the same amount of effect as a big one? How big, how long does the big one last? What is this? You know, it's, it's, every, and everybody's body's different, as we've seen with like the Michael Orr situation, where we thought he was going to come back, but he set up for a whole season. He still never, and he was on all these, and that's the other thing is, I remember seeing that that snap, or that, so much better. That that, that Instagram he put out and deleted about like, he was on a, like, a stockpile of pills for concussions yeah. and everything. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things you see other teammates go through it. Do you, do I want to be on these pills for the rest of my life or whatever? Well, I mean, the big thing now is, you know, toward all is the big issue. Yeah. I mean, that's the number one painkiller because it's not technically a painkiller. It's more of a masking agent. So yeah. you're not going to feel anything, um, the entire game and it's going to be like nothing else. Well, you're never going to get healthier. Yeah. It's going to deteriorate. And then, especially once your body's done going through, you know, that whole season and you have the off season and you're not moving as much, that's when your body's going to start to break down. Yeah. And that's when you have the issue. So, yeah, Toradol will be the next thing where there's the whole, you know, NFL issue. Can you use it? Can you not use it? And then once they can't use that, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough for players to play. So yeah. People are getting hurt, like we said, bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Less willing to put their bodies through it these days, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like guaranteed money is important. It's uh, a <clears throat> yeah, Jackson Gardner, who's been on the podcast before, just texted me. You just got Patrick Willis and 2014 Niners all in the same year. Yeah, that's oh, good for him. It's a uh, it's a tough, it's a that's a t- you know, all the text coming through, but but yes, yeah, it is, and it's it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow because I mean, you know, you never really realize the impact until it impacts you. So, like, you, we were, we witnessed Patrick Willis retire, yeah. and it wasn't our team, so right. it's like, oh, it's unfortunate. Or you see Andrew Luck, and like, oh, sorry to hear that. But then when you see, like, your heart, so you're just like, Jesus. But here's like, the thing, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this. This is a good question. Is that, you know, wouldn't it be a lot? Like, I look at as an Eagles fan, like, Brian Dawkins was, like, our Luke Kinkley, right? Yes. Yeah, we love Weapon X, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, then it got into an ugly, you know, mess about a contract, and he left and went for Denver for his last two years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather have him only play in one uniform? Yeah. And retire? Yes. Rather yeah. than have that messy breakup, and then even though he came back and got his, you know, his number retired, you know, there's still that whole like you wanted to see him play in one uniform the whole time. Yeah. That's very doesn't happen very often, but kind of similar to our Steve Smith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's your silver lining. He, yeah. You know, and he only said he's walking away from football. I don't yeah. think he ever specifically said I'm retiring. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, I, I wonder, like you said, he's he's turning 29. Is that what we said? Yeah. I, again, I, I think you retain the player's rights. He still has two or three years left on his deal. Maybe he takes a year off and comes back. I mean, we're just all speculating here, yeah. but I don't know. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll see. And maybe he's doing like you said. With what's going on, the coaching staff's flipping completely over. This is the first time he's gone through a new, like, professional coaching staff with Rivera and them going, all that kind of stuff. Um, One thing I can add to that is something that he said. He said he still wants to be a part of the game in some yeah. aspect. Maybe he comes back and, be, and, and is a consultant for the Panthers. Yeah. Maybe he, he's on the sidelines. He's able to kind of coach up whoever they draft or whatever they do to move into linebacker, linebacker and kind of try and help out. And I'm pretty sure he still wants to be around the guys, yeah. help Shaq, you know, help, help all those guys. So I think I, I don't see him not being a part of the Panthers organization in the future, I'm not saying he's going to be playing, but I see him doing something simple. You know how Peppers does. You yeah. know he's out there doing certain things. I could, I could see them doing something. Him doing something like that. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, if I had to make a prediction, I'd say that he probably takes a year away completely from football because yeah. if you're around, the, if you retired, say you're walking away, and then you're around the team and everybody immediately, you're gonna 
in my opinion, make the wrong decision and maybe jump back in it too soon or go against it. It's probably, if he feels this way, should take a year off completely away from yeah. the game and kind of, you know, rework things and see how he feels. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with I you on that. Same thing. I mean, yeah, true. I think, he, like you said, you got to get whatever's bringing him away from it, he needs to go chase that, be it. Family life, be it girlfriend, fiance, having kids, whatever it be, yeah. go go fishing, go whatever your solace is, go do that and just yeah. breathe. And then, like you say, take a year off and then you reevaluate. And if you want to come, I mean, Jason Witten was away for what, one, two seasons and then yeah. came back? And I mean, it's tied in a different spot. But again, we're talking middle linebacker, and that's a tough. And like you said, if he had, if he, let's just say, after that he got a concussion the last game or he busted up another. Do you want to go through that rehab? That rehab, the yeah. surgery and that rehab again to get back to that shape is tough. And players have constantly talked about it time and time again. Just, you know, one thing going through the surgery and then going through the rehab, it's just over and over. It's one of those things you're just like, I just, you know, again, you get to the point, is the money really worth it? Is this that? And he's already made plenty of money. I'm, he doesn't seem the type of guy that's going out and hitting the, the titty bars every night, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, And that's why it's good to have a player. Like when you have a – yeah, a player like Wade Dawkins that you can look at that's like a class act off the field. Yeah. That makes it even yeah. you know, even more important. But um yeah, no, I think, you know, that's the route he should take. And I think regardless, you know, it just you know, next man up. That's what yeah, I mean, that's what you that. gotta get yeah. it. It's just yeah. it's wild to go like like you said, it could be Greg Olson next, it could be Cam next. It's like you're ending that era that we went from, you know, eleven, two thousand eleven to now we're in twenty twenty. And it was just like you wish you would have gotten that Super Bowl in 15 because yeah. of how everything fell apart. That's just – it's like that common – I saw something where it's like – it's one of those years. Like the Chiefs this year to me are the team that if they don't win it, like then that's the sign of homes to a monster contract. Like this is the year where everything's set up perfectly for them, I think. Yeah. You could make the, the – I mean you could make the same argument for last year too. So, I mean that's two years in a row. Yes. There. Exactly. Yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, we're, we're, we're sitting here saying Chiefs on a rookie contract deal. They're going to have to pay Patrick Mahomes maybe $200 million. Like, it's – and they're able to – and who knows? They're going to have to pay a bunch of other guys too. So, this is those seasons with the Chiefs where, to me, it's like if they don't get it here, all of a sudden, you, you know, yeah. and then, something and then, could happen. And you got questions to Andy Reid. Can he win the big one? Yeah. Because uh, they, they, yeah, they've already got did. those. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and, uh, and to me, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for – Andy Reid, just oh, my, absolutely. Because of simple, I mean, all that talent he had in Philly. Now all the talent he's got in Kansas City, he's got to get one. Yeah. Anybody who's not rooting for Andy Reid, yeah. please let me know why. Give <laughs> <laughs> me one legitimate reason and why you wouldn't like to he's see. He's had his family troubles and stuff. I'm yeah. right. yeah. sure for that, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But his you know, kid has yeah. had trouble, and yeah. that's you know that's unfair to him too. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's also been a class act, and he deserves it. Some, I mean, he's played in. Six NFC Championship games, including the one last year. He's only been Super Bowl once, so well, last year AFC, yeah. So in between NFC and AFC Championship, yeah, games, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, five with the Eagles, and, and then one, one with the yeah, yeah, exactly. The one Super Bowl, yeah, the, the McNabb Owens one, yeah. So, up on the field, yeah, I was good. Uh, <laughs> so, so we'll, de- we'll let's let's jump into unless you you know we, we hit the Panthers. I know there's still a lot of breaking crazy news going on. Get on Twitter, but national championship last night. We were supposed to have Adam Lears on, but he. Wussied out because he was too hungover. He couldn't face the music, so I called Chris in just to have an extra extra body in here to talk about it. But I'm sure everyone at least watched a good little bit. Yeah. You know, what I game? thought it was what game? What game? To me, solid game. I thought it was good. You know, down to the last couple quarter, you know, where it kind of got out of hand. LSU pulled away, but you know, I liked the back and forth. 
uh, Mike and I were talking earlier about, you know, you know, you had the bets. And if you want to, you know, you were feeling like you were, you were the, the one versus the 12. Well, I mean, I looked at it and, you know, a lot of, a lot of heavy money came in late on Clemson. So that was just kind of like, you know, you take LSU minus four and a half there. I mean, my take on that game was, I mean, number one, I think the more talented team won. Slightly, yeah. mm-hmm. slightly better. You know, they won. And that Clemson's was, still good. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. always happen. I thought, you know, they're, they're very close. I think the biggest thing was, you know, last week Clemson got punched in the face by Ohio State. Yeah. And came back. Now, I think that's completely different from a mental standpoint when, you know, you punch a team in the mouth and then they punch you back. How do yeah. you respond? Yeah. And that's what happened last night. Clemson yeah. punched them in the mouth, got punched back, and then... I think that's harder to do than you know yeah. what happened last week. Yeah. So had a couple calls, but again, that's been kind of the the, the way it's gone for NFL and and uh, mm-hmm. college football. I mean, they had the targeting call, but that's the way it's been called all year. Yeah, it sucks was, to get that. I mean, that was a textbook. Yeah, for sure. It sucks. You like I said, that's why I kind of hate the one and done. It's one of those I feel like if they get two, then they can get thrown out because. In a big game like that, you see one of their best players get thrown out after one hit. Yeah. In a close game, it's just like, oh, that's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, but look at why your middle linebackers are tired. They're just yeah. right <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 like that, I mean, when you lean with the crowd and you're yeah. at someone's head, like, I mean, some places, it's like, you know, five or ten years in jail. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be the hardest position in football to play right now because everybody is criticizing every tackle. If you – what I, my first thought was when I saw that was – what were his alternatives? Like, bend the shit out of your neck to try to make sure that you hit that shoulder? These guys are going to have terrible neck injuries, which turn into brain injuries. and like It's, it's a shoulders. It's like, it, there's no... It's got to be incredibly difficult to make a legal, hard, meaningful tackle in football right now. Like, it's... I would not want to be a linebacker. I thought of that, any I mean, position. That one last night, if you look at I me, mean, that was targeting. Yeah. I mean, for sure. He left his feed, look around. That was, he, he's, listen, coaches are that good in college and the pros that, you know, you don't see that many targeting penalties. Yeah. Like, they teach that, you know, like, it's, it's what they're there for. Yeah. And, I mean, that one was just kind of. Well, I think that was the whole deal of making the, the college targeting and now with the NFL doing it was, they're like, well, nothing's going to change. Well, you have seen it change because. Once you start from the top, it trickles down all the way to Pop Warner, oh, yeah. where you have yeah, to right. teach these kids because they're going to get to a spot. And like you said, just if you want the game to survive with people, I mean, injuries are inevitable. It's always going to happen. Stuff like that is going to it's going to pop up because you just revert to your nature, old school nature. Your hard nosed guy happens, and boom, you get popped. So then, hopefully, you're trying to teach and ingrain your secondary not to do that. But it's going to happen. It is what it is. I hate that it impacts on such a big scale with such one of the top players. I mean, both in the Ohio State game, it happened. I'm more of a, you know, you wonder if you give them a a, a a warning. If you get one more similar to the personal foul, unnecessary right. roughness or whatever, one more, then you're out. But that's what they're trying to get out of the game, as we just said. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then the the pass interference, offensive pass interference on T. Higgins. They, that was kind of ticky-tack. Yes. I mean, I felt like, you know, that kind of took all the juice out of Clemson, and I felt like LSU got the ball back, and then it kind of just went they, down they the let play. There. They let them play. They let them play, but you see – Right in front of the referee in the end zone, T. Higgins grab his jersey yeah. to get a full thing of jersey. Yeah, you just you can't do that with the ref right there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's flag. Yeah, I'm not saying it because I had you know, yeah. you know I'm not saying that I I you know if you watch it on TV in slow motion, that's the one thing he did wrong. I like yeah. you know I'm all for referees you know letting you know, corners and wide receivers play. Yeah, don't play physical. Too many flags. Same thing in the NBA. I, 
Too many free throws. Yeah. Live with it. But when you grab a shirt blatantly in front of a ref, like, yeah, they're going to throw yeah. it. But shouldn't grabbing the jersey firmly limit the, the LSU's defender's, like, swinging body? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the opposite result of grabbing. If I grab your jersey, mm-hmm. I'm limiting your movement. I'm keeping you closer to me, right? Right. The guy grabbed his jersey... And then the LSU guy did like a 540 twist down to the ground. That was the opposite result of what I would expect from a wide receiver the, grabbing a defender's yeah, the jersey. Only, the only thing you get with that it's like, is, is like, who's, been, who's getting the advantage. And the thing is, is in that aspect, T. Higgins got the advantage. So that's going to be... Let's see, it also yeah. looked though like the ball was underthrown once. Yes. Why, and yeah. that's the other thing you want to look at. If the ball's thrown over him, I don't think he had, he had to slow down and by natural reaction, he used him as a, he kind of used it as a help for both of them yes. in a stance and just naturally, because he had to hold himself up because he had to come back and slow down for the ball. He was the guy there. It, like you said, if he puts his hands on him, it's just one of those boom, boom. It could be called. It could not be called. It, it's a tough one in that situation, and it, it just to me it just took the kind of air. Like Clemson scores there, gives them some juice. Maybe we got a game, and then it kind of just was like it kind of folded almost after that. Then, um, yeah, LSU went down. Watching down. it live, I thought I thought the guy realized he got beat. He was like, "Shit, he's about to catch this," and he just like swung himself around to like yeah. another one eighty just to you know hey. stress the his movement. But again, I thought he was. I thought he did the opposite. Of a human being falling, if he was being held. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what I mean. If you like, look at it this way: the last time that there was a play like that in that stadium, that magnitude in the championship game. <laughs> you know, so maybe now they're just one and one. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even my thought going into it, I again, I haven't watched a ton of college football. I've watched here and there, but it's something about both teams stacked with loaded with NFL talent. So loaded. Like, there's no doubt. I mean, number one overall pick probably in this draft and the next draft in that game. Tons of receivers, linebackers, safeties, offensive linemen all over the field. But to me, Clemson, I mean, something about going on 20, what are they, 26-game winning streak, yeah. it's hard to keep up that bargain. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where in the back, especially after you said Ohio State, hit them in the mouth, they came back, straight by and won that one with a couple questionable calls, whatever, that's how the ball game Which goes. Whatever happens with Ohio State. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The other way. Yeah. Yeah. Amer- America was so happy. Exactly. <laughs> finally got those cheaters. <laughs> and in and, and LSU, like you said, LSU started strong, Clemson came back, hit them, and LSU came back, hit them, and then it just, like you said, Trevor Lawrence, I think, just didn't have a great game. He admitted it afterwards. I mean, he yeah. just, he was off, they harassed him a lot, his receivers dropped some balls, you know, defense loses a guy. You know, it's just one of those things where I almost felt like like LSU was the team. Like, I mean, they just they were hungry. Not they were saying, gonna, they were gonna they do were it. They were go. hungry. Not saying Clemson wasn't, but they just came off to, what was that back to back natties? Or yeah. I mean, uh, or they won last. They've right been here. three straight though. They've been, right? they lost. Now they've been the four straight. Well, they've been the, they lost this the semifinal two years ago yeah. when Georgia lost to Bama. They lost to Bama. Beat Bama. Lost in the semis, beat Bama, lost to uh, LSU. Yeah. So, so pretty nice run. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Tough, tough day to be a Tigers fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what, 
Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been in two straight natties. That's mm. impressive enough. As, as He's only a sophomore. Yeah, I mean, that's what, what's wild to me. People are like, oh, Burrow out. Dude. Yeah, Burrow's like 23. Exactly. This kid, Trevor Lawrence, is still only like 19, 20 years old. I mean, he's still got a lot of – I mean, let's look at Burrow. Burrow couldn't crack at Ohio State, had to transfer. And even last year, they didn't even beat UCF in that bowl game. So, And then all of a sudden, his turnaround, like, just imagine the progress you can get. If you're if you're someone like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he, this, to me, the sky's the limit. But I don't take this as a knock to him. You just hey, Clemson had a bad picked a bad day to have a bad day, mm-hmm. and LSU had a as had a great game plan and they had plenty of athletes and they got it done. Yeah, I feel like LSU really, I don't want to say exactly changed the whole game plan, but I mean they adjusted. There yeah. was an adjustment, especially after halftime. And Burrow was Burrow was banged up. I'm gonna yeah. play, I'm gonna play the uh, LSU Devils after yeah. over here. We'll go for it. But no, they they adjusted well, and they were you know I watched them all year. They were they were gonna win it. They were like the team of destiny or a call. Like they had everything working for them. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they won. I thought they were the better team. I mean, but dude, Clemson's going to be preseason number one next year. They're going to come back. And they're yeah. Gonna, they're probably going to have probably their best team ever next year. They've and guess what? My school's in their conference. My conference is no good. Your school is? Uh, Virginia Tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. John and Dustin. Yeah. Signed in them. Yeah. So uh, we're. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would rather have these Clemson problems today than than, than Miami Tech problems. Um, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What are your thoughts on the LSU getting that playoff so quick when they got touched out of bounds? That's they like, got that playoff super quick. But, that, but they do that in the NFL too. Yeah. This is one but of the, but where the like thing you, is, is they he touched out of bounds, they get the playoff real quick. They can't review it. And then Clemson. Clemson has has a close call too, and they stop it and they review that. We'll see the difference between that was LSU with no hope. Yeah, and yeah. they went straight to the ball and they just went ahead and ran the play. Clemson, they kind of like kind of half lackadaisical because I, I, there's no challenges for coaches in college. No, right? it's all comes from the top. Mm-hmm. See, now to that, yeah, see, it's, they, it's, and you I mean, and see LSU didn't give up top enough time to get the review. Clemson gave them enough time to do the replay. Yeah, because they were kind of like, they were fast-paced, but they were still kind of methodical with yes. it. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? LSU at that point was just like chunk, 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 yep. chunk, chunk, trying to get that tempo up, and they moved it out. But you know what it kind of reminded me of, though, Jeeves? I know what you're saying, is it was like, it's kind of like the review guys seemed like they were just like chilling, enjoying the game. And then all of a sudden, like, people were screaming at him. Yeah. And get to it enough. Yeah. And then for that Clemson play, they actually were like, we've all been at work before. We've just been kind of, like, lackadaisical. And all of a sudden, boss man comes over and, like, catches you off guard. And then you now you're zoned in. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I know what yeah. you're trying to say is it felt like they should have, if they were doing their job, they should have immediately, like, had they to review They immediately called down to the refs. Had and, and, and called it down and reviewed it regardless of the pace. Yeah. They had the authority to literally to, right there as one call, like, stop it. Yeah, to stop. Even if it's questionable, like, hey, it's close to the sidelines. Let's just buzz it. Because they even did it for that that random incomplete pass on Clemson that looked like it bounced in his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called that as that quick as can be. Even yeah. Everyone kind of knew it was incomplete. No, I mean, if you look at the review, I thought he caught that until they showed, like, the oh, foot. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But also the receiver on that play didn't do himself any things. Like, I got up, I didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But... Yeah, I mean, with that one, it, it just kind of felt like. But it's also what was it? Is it was it Pac-12 rest working? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that to me, once you have Pac-12 rest working in the biggest game of the of the season, 
what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah, NCAA? Yeah. Like, Pac-12 refs, really? Like, at least get a, a mix of a set of SEC and ACC, ACC yeah, or something else. Yeah, Pac-12? So yeah, right? I, yeah, I mean... I'd like I, to see that one. Yeah. Right? I mean, but when I heard Pac-12, I was like, yeah, because... And you'd think they'd be used to the high pace, but they're out there enjoying Baton Rouge. They're probably still hungover. Yeah. <laughs> they were the party. They were the strip club. You know what I You know, so, yeah. That, I get... Yeah, it just... It kind of it was like after but that, see, that 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 kind of like momentum LSU yeah. as well because he touched out of bounds but then kept rolling and he got down to the, the five ten yard line yeah, they scored. he would have been back he would have been way back there and yeah. that could that like that helped just it just helped yeah. him get that score yeah. but it could have. Prolonged it as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I don't think that one that one score. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that that one play. I would done is I would have changed the game or anything. I was just saying that they called the they held the ball for the Clemson one, yeah. but didn't hold held the ball for the I'll, LSU one. Yeah, I'll say this: I think with how much these refs get paid and NCAA and NFL and NBA, what they make too many damn mistakes. Yeah. I I mean the NFL guys get paid six figures, yeah. and it still seems like every week there's they're they're moderate like every making up their own rules depending on what crew you got. NCAA like it just it doesn't like you said Pac twelve Pac twelve refs call one thing, ACC refs call something, SEC refs call something. I don't know how you get it better. I don't. I mean, it, 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 I don't know if you need to make them full time and make sure ref, like. <laughs> but well, if you look at it this way, is that when did you know when did referees like the whole you know. You guys are so bad. Like, you got to think about maybe, like, last seven or eight years, there's been, like, they're so bad. And why is that? Technology. Oh, yes. No, that's technology. true. That's technology true. has. You know, before, like, ten years ago, they did all the replays from every angle and everything, so you never saw. You only had, like, three angles. Though. Right. right. Great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. And now, there's, you know, there's just such an, an eye on all these mistakes that is refer- has refereeing gotten any worse? No. They just catch it now. Boy. Yeah. That's, that's fair. But, you know, I'm not saying, listen, I hate every ref as much as everyone else does. No. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, and technology is kind of killing them. And at some point, you know, 20 years from now, we have robots. Speak, speaking of that, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of segue into the, the Seahawks-Packers into the game. Speaking of technology and refs and the chain gang and all that, with that final <laughs> third down, Jimmy yeah. Graham catch, what did he get it, did he not get it? It's funny, we have all this technology, but we still use two overweight men on the chains and a line that is not official on the TV screen. Yep. And still, for some reason, though, if I go out and play golf, I can get me a little uh, a finder and look through, and they can tell me if there's a stick on the fairway, how far away, if it's, if it's dogleg left or right. Yeah. But we still can't get you know something down to give it an official. Tennis can give us a ball... Placement if it's on a line, and, our, and we still can't get yeah, that. So at 120 yeah, miles per hour, yeah. yeah. But there's nothing surrounding that ball. I mean, what I saw from the Jimmy Graham catch was that you know he had the ball, but you couldn't see the ball. Yeah, he had the ball. I mean, completely covered. And then from there, it's inconclusive. Yeah, from the rule book. I mean, I also did have the Packers minus four hands. So I'm going to be a little, and yeah. I also uh, missed the end of that game. I just think it's funny we have come so far with technology, but we're still. Archaic in some ways, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're stubborn. Yes, yeah, yeah right. Stubborn. Like to me, I feel like somebody somewhere with the a billion dollar industry as the NFL is, you can't create a football that can sync with the first down marker to where it's infrared, where you could then line it up to see even if that person's covering it up, you could see through them and see like, oh, well, actually, he's where he hit here, he's short. Yeah, it's just it's just 
if the technology's out there, but again, we're stubborn. They don't want to no, put people out of jobs. They don't want to. You don't want to do that. Yeah. And it's also like, as much as we hate that stuff when it happens, like, it's part of the game. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, there's. And at the end of the day, if you really like keep track of how many good calls did my team get this year and how many bad calls, you don't remember any of the good ones. Remember the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you'd be like, yeah, it works itself out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm all for. Like, I mean, I watch a lot of soccer, right? And, yeah. I, and they started, you know, this, the, uh, the VAR and yeah. stuff now with the offsides, and it is awful. It has ruined the game of the Premier yeah. League. So you got to think, you know, you have, in my opinion, you know, football has been popular sport in America. And, you know, how much do you really want to change something that, like, everyone loves? Yeah. So you've got to find a balance there. That's all. Yeah. Found balance. They're getting close. I think in, like, five years, we'll, we'll you know, we'll have robots on. Cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the, uh, actually, if you, I don't know if anybody else played, like, the backyard sports games on a computer. Like backyard football, backyard yeah, baseball. Yeah. And their refs were a robot that actually <laughs> did all that stuff. <laughs> and, you know, so... I can't remember the name of the Jeeves. Hit me with the Google hit backyard sports robot ref and it, see if you could pull it up. But you could play him and he'd pitch to you if you want to batting practice or he'd run the chain gang or who's the referee or whatever. So we'll see if how that goes. But um, would everybody like for the games? I mean, Tennessee bananas. You know, do we see the do, do running backs get a, a big spike now? I mean, I know they, they don't what, produce what backyard what backyard. Backyard baseball robot ref or whatever. Yeah. 1989. Yeah. I don't know, and I know. I remember I told. I, I remember I tweeted and I told y'all, man, Derrick Henry's gonna take him to the promised land, and he did. Um, I, he's, he's different in the aspect of he's got to get going downhill. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, 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 and they get a lead. Yeah. And as a defense, if you're able to maneuver to where he has to change directions or stop or turn, you got him. But the thing was, was Baltimore just could not. Stop him. Yeah. And, I mean, the holes were open. Then they, they didn't want to tackle him. Once he gets going downhill, he's five, six yards. Yeah. Easy. I mean, if you look at it, you know, Baltimore lost the game because they didn't execute. That they, they, they didn't get fourth and ones like three times. I mean, the receivers didn't want to catch the ball. They didn't catch the ball. <laughs> they, they didn't execute. And so it was Mr. Final, Clanky. Yeah final, scores, yeah. final score is 22. God, that well, is Well, let me say that he, in backyard football, he has a team called the Dummies where the teams are of robots played Kids during practice in yeah. the season mode. Yeah, um, Mr. Clanky. Mr. Clanky. Sounds like every parent's like worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so basically, if you look at it, final score is 22 to 10, right? Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're the Ravens defense, you can't put, let's say, six points against them because the offense isn't executing. So you take it that way, you know, in theory, Titans scored 16 points. Yeah. That's not a lot of points. You need to score, they're going to have to score more than 28 points to win that game. Oh, they're going to have to score 40 points against the Chiefs, which I don't think that's. Gotta be possible. Can we possibly do it running? No. Yeah. No. I mean, even if they get up 14 0 like they did against the Ravens, I mean, with the that drive the Chiefs did after they were down 24 goose, four plays, bank the, the kick returning yeah. into the 50, and boom, 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 and they scored in like 45 seconds to a minute. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. And that just was, was crazy. So I don't know, like, everybody's got a shot. You're in the game, you got yeah. it. That's why you play it. That's why you play it. I mean, I, 
Tannehill can't have another game where he throws for under 100 yards. I agree. He's got it. I mean, it's he only threw the ball like 14 yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, well, you got Derrick Henry running for 200, 200 yards. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't, really, want, you don't throw the ball. But I think the Chiefs, it, it's going to be interesting, but if they, they can't get in a shootout. But if they can control the clock, they have a shot. They're in the game. But it kind of reminds me of Jaguars' Pats a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like they were – now that got hit on the, a weird Miles Jack fumble return. They should have let him run it out, whatever. That was a bad roughing game. Yes, that was that a bad roughing game. That's different. Now, I know I know the – I'm glad that game happened because the one game after it was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. They won the Super Bowl. But that's the, – the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes. And was listening, yeah. But uh, – <laughs> So that's what it kind of reminds me of. Like you said, you got the, the the David versus Goliath almost. But I mean, it's almost Goliath versus. I mean, it's the same Derek, spread on both sides. Both, both yeah. sides are seven point spreads, and I think. It, but let's be honest, yeah. the NFL wants Mahomes versus Rodgers. Absolute. You know why? What was Super Bowl so. one? Yeah, you're right. I think Chiefs that. Packers. <laughs> what's think. what's this year? One hundred years of the NFL or whatever, right? Yeah, Chiefs, well, Chiefs Packers. I mean, I can tell you that the the one thing they do not want is Titans. It doesn't matter. No, they don't want Titans at all. Yeah, they yeah. do not no. want the Titans. They don't want they don't at all. Not Titans. You know, the Titans were there. Uh, they made Cast Away that movie. They got yep. the nice expert in there, and they're like, "You're never coming back." Yes. <laughs> Whereas, you know, you say that they want Rodgers versus uh, Mahomes. Yes. Mahomes, but dude, I, I think they. I don't think they fix things as much, but I think they want the 49ers more. They're a storied franchise. 49ers is fine. They 49ers, they take 49ers because they are a storied franchise. Yeah. I talked about that with, with a buddy at work. They would take them because they're a storied franchise. But with Rodgers being the way they are, and I think, to me, the ultimate match that they would want would be Packers-Chiefs. Both storied franchises. Both, And, I mean, let's be honest, though. Whoever wins it, it's a first-time coach winning it all. Yeah. No matter who, out of the four teams left, they're all first-timers. So that you know it is, but I take the storylines on the Niners side. I mean, yeah, with Shanahan, you know him, and then they can talk about blowing the twenty-eight to three lead a couple years ago. Yep. You know, see, there's tons of it either way. I will say, it, even for the Titans, if somehow they make it, Tannehill playing a Super Bowl in Miami after Miami is trading him, and they're still paying awesome. like eighteen million dollars of his contract would be phenomenal, just a hilarity. I don't, but anybody if Tennessee gets there, no matter if it's the Packers. Or the Niners will get there. I don't think they have a chance. But again, Derrick Henry could rush. He's rushed for already a thousand yards in the day in the last three weeks. So I don't know. I mean, he could prove us all wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> real. You know, this begs a question: Where's Roger Goodell? When was the last time you heard from Roger Goodell? He's down there pulling strings. I man, mean, no he's, he's he's dealing with damn Antonio Brown. I mean, that's no, he got to deal with him. He's free agent. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's someone who. You know, there was, well, blah, blah, blah. I, I couldn't stand it. I just call him Harvey Dent because it just might be the same person. <laughs> I swear to God, he looks like Harvey Dent. He acts like Harvey Dent. I mean, it's the same thing, but he just disappeared. You got to yeah. wonder, you know. He hasn't been He hasn't been in the media You haven't seen him in two years. years. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the Al Davis. I mean, Jerry Jones had enough of him. Yeah. That's Jerry what was like, Jerry hey, paid him man, off. you're uh, hurting our brand, so yeah. I mean, he, fuck out. Yeah, it's Jerry, Jerry paid him off. I mean, whoever... Got Roger Goodell to disappear. Should have had a conversation now with Antonio Brown. And yes, said, just, just disappear. Just disappear. And just convince him the do, same way. Disappear. Just stay out of life yeah. and come resurface in a couple of years. So <laughs> he's he's done. Uh, that I mean that was. I mean, I think it, this last video that came out of him has officially ended. His I couldn't football. believe that was real life. I was just like, this is. 
Who do you have anybody consulting you right now? Like I, I don't I don't understand him at all. I'm just like, yo, what the hell are you doing? Why on social me? media. Yeah. Why did you ever put that there? And he's like, yeah, you know, you need to keep your emotions off social media, but yet you're on your social media with all your emotions. emotions. That was, I mean, I was like, wait, this has got 18 more minutes. Thank God, this is great. Join this. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm just like, I guess he probably got like four minutes in and was like, you know what? In the last four minutes, I've ruined my career. I might as well go another 16. Yeah. Hold on, I got these gummy bears here. I'll throw these too. Let's just really go out with a blaze. <laughs> Let's go out with a blaze of glory. Just trying to remain relevant. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, I mean, no one's, there's no one taking him now. So. No. I, mean, I think I, if I just, the 49ers, to kind of jump real quick, I think if the 49ers get there, if you're in the Patriots organization or a Pats fan, you're just wondering what could have been. If you know you'd have kept Garopp- Garoppolo, and they won yeah. two more Super Bowls after the trade, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah but uh, I know what you're saying. Could you have won them? Yeah, I... but you could have him now. You could be in the fucking Super Bowl now. Yeah, I mean, or next year, or last year. But how good is Jimmy? Well, Jimmy? I mean, he's the, not. Yeah, San Francisco is stacked. Yeah, they, they, they're like ten deep on the defensive line. They, like he has nothing. To... They, I mean, he he tried to throw that game away, but luckily the defense was too good. Well, they I mean. That's going to balance things out. As yeah. soon as you get up on Cousins, you should, you're, you're set. You're ready to go. But, I mean, he threw one, should have been picked earlier, and then finally they picked it near the near the end of the second half mm-hmm. or whatever it was, Kendricks, and took it down there. But, yeah, the Niners, I mean, the, the Vikings just couldn't get it done. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it hits you as much because if you are a Patriots fan, you did get two Super Bowls after you trade them. Yeah. But I think you're more concerned of, like, Let's be honest. The right I mean, now? The right I mean, everything that's coming <laughs> out is like, Patriots you're, you're almost hitting it. Sounds, they like, had, it sounds like Clemson right now. Pretty much. Right. Like, oh, you got two national championships. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but it's also like there's – like that was maybe one of the the worst offenses talent-wise around Brady for a while. Yeah. Like for a while. So you almost see him where we were kind of joking last week about Brady going to Cleveland because at least on their offense they got Odell, they got Jarvis. Does he go to – you know, San Diego, or not San Diego, but now L.A. Chargers, mm-hmm. they've got Keenan Allen, they've got Mike Williams, they've got Hunter Henry. You know, he he can literally make that decision to go to places that have more offensive weapons that the Patriots, which has finally caught up to them, they were immune to where when you go on these runs and you pick so late in the draft, it hurts you because you're not getting that top-tier talent. Yeah. If you hit and get a couple low, like you could hit a couple, but it eventually catches up. And they've been immune for Twenty years now because yeah. of Tom Brady. He's been the eraser. He's been able to cover up stuff. But you see it. It happened to the Seahawks for a little bit. I mean, they're still making it, but they just haven't had the pieces to to kind of get there. They I mean, can't get over the hump. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it hit Russell Green Bay Wilson. a little bit. You Russell make Wilson on a rookie contract. You rush exactly. All the money's coming. Quarterbacks cost a lot of money, and you want to go back to even people retired. Camp Chancellor retired on them, and he, he was did. thirty years old. That's true. Yeah, it's he another had, thing. Yeah, he had a big, he had the neck injury. Neck injury. Yes, exactly. But that's the same thing we're looking at. A big hitter, VT guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was yeah. another one of those things you think, oh, but it's and now again. They're making so much more money than they used to make. Right. You don't have to play Guaranteed fifteen. Games. You don't have to play the fifteen years, the yeah. seventeen years, even the twelve years. He only played eight, yeah. seven, eight yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, he came here and yeah, like the NBA, this load management stuff. Like, not like, come on, play play every game. You know, hockey hockey players probably have the worst. They play as many games as NBA players. 
and they take a beating. Yeah, they take a lot. They have, they have several concussions. And they don't even yeah, know. yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're they're just they have NBA players want to do load management because they want to keep getting contracts till they're thirty eight because it's yeah. all guaranteed. They're probably yeah. smarter. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're not yeah. getting hit in the head every. I, mean, I watch a lot of NBA and it just like annoys me sometimes. I'm like, again, really? <laughs> so I mean, teach their own though. I mean. It's your body and it's your money. It, it helped out with the Raptors last year where they yes. kept Kawhi out and then all of a sudden he exploded in the playoffs. Yeah, so don't talk about of... that final series. <laughs> that ball, I close my eyes at night. That ball's still bouncing around the rim. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. So we'll do... Dagger. We'll, we'll, before we get into our, uh, our notebook, we'll do a quick, what you got, who you got this weekend, two picks. Mike. I mean, so are, we, are we just talking against the spread both games? Straight up, just straight up. Oh, who you got winning? Well, I can yeah. tell you that I can tell you the Chiefs are going to win, but I think okay. the Chiefs game is going to be like a touchdown game. That'll be on it. I think the 49ers are just going to whoop the Packers. Okay, whoop the Packers. I mean, okay. I'm just saying from this perspective is yeah. that I watched the Seahawks against you know my Eagles. Yeah, who were no good, who had all these injuries, yeah. and the Packers couldn't handle that Seahawks team. I mean, if I'm Green Bay, look out. Yeah, how they okay. score? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm on the same two teams, Kansas right. City and 49ers. All right. Jeeves has got ties. His brother's a 49ers fan. Um, I, I think Kansas City wins because I'm pulling up Andy Reid. And I I kind of want Green Bay to beat San Francisco. Yeah. Just for some reason. I mean, the, 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 the odds are stacked against them. I mean, like I said, San Francisco is just so talented. I mean, they're 8-9 deep on the defensive line. Defense is stacked. Offensively, they're okay, but I mean the defense is going to get them where they need to go. But I hope Aaron Rodgers is able to put something together, him, Devontae Adams, and whatnot. So that's who I got. I got Kansas City, Green Bay, and Super Bowl. Kansas City is, I mean, you just Mahomes is a beast. I'm not picking against him, and for a while, um, uh, the NFC. That's so tough, man. Because I'm, I'm. I'm trying to think, like, what is Rodgers going to do? Is he going to just get pressured and get sacked five, six times? Or is his O-line going to give him that extra second to get that ball off and he's going to still make Kirk the plays, even pressure? Pockets. Yeah, ah, man. It, it all depends on what Green Bay's O-line comes out and does. But, I mean, man, Bosa and that defense, dude, that's, that's just hard. It's not the same Rodgers and... That's an elite D coming at and him. Bosa so. really wants to meet Trump, too. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to go 49 right. man. You got to. Uh, again, I, hate, I hate picking the obvious. Yeah. It's all right. I'd love to piss off America and have yeah. the Titans win. You know, yeah. But, you know, I, like yeah. I said, I don't know if the Titans have enough juice because I think Tannehill's going to have to throw the ball more yards-wise. And just, I mean, he had a couple good throws against the Ravens, but he's Who are his out. receivers? Uh, AJ, AJ Brown, Brown. That's pretty good. He's really good. And then uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, is terrible. Uh, uh, and the other guy, uh, thirteen <laughs> times is sharp or whatever. Yeah. Um, woo woo. So yeah. Man, yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's so. I you know it'd be it, it'll be definitely be sitting down to watch that game. But yeah, I mean you got to go Chiefs. I don't like they're gonna have to score more than, than twenty points or whatever it is. They're gonna have to at least get up to forty. I don't know if they've gotten in them. I think the Chiefs defense is just enough okay to stop Derrick Henry. I don't know if we'll get to 200 yards. Uh, the Titans, their last loss was to the Panthers, by the way. Held Derrick Henry to like 60 yards. Wild, wild stat for you right there. But, uh, and then I, I think it, I think it's going to go Packers. I don't know about the whooping thing, but I, could, I can definitely see it because that defense is really good. Yeah. But 
I, I think if, if you want a good conspiracy theory, the NFL would love nothing more than Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, 100-year anniversary, Super Bowl One, Ice Bowl or whatever. That wasn't the Ice Bowl, but Super Bowl One. they can run the Lombardi clips of what the hell's going on out there and all that kind of stuff over and over again, the Lynn Dawson's, all that crazy stuff. So that's where I'm going to go. But, again, we, we talked about storylines, Niners. I can see it, see it happening. But I think it's going to be a lot closer than – that it it should have been the last of the Niners put the beat down on them the previous time in the regular season. Yeah, so, I mean, and Aaron Rodgers coming back in the Bay where he grew up. He grew up a Niners fan. Uh, you're throwing a lot of good conspiracy. I like that. Yeah. I like a good conspiracy. <laughs> I do, man. We can I'm going to be tracking this one. Yeah, you should uh, be more sure. to this. That was, Especially talking about refs. The second one you got me yet. Yeah. So, that's like, oh, it's right there. But, um, yeah, so that's where that. But, yeah, so, Mike, I want you to grab our Jeeves. You ready? Yeah. It's the uh, Warehouse Distillery. <laughs> Escape 109. One under the bridge notebook. It's right over there to the left. Oh. To the to your right. Grab that. Look through it. Pick you something out. While you're doing that, I have some housekeeping, but we also got to read. We got it in the old. Since we got, yes. got hijacked by. Pick something that's all done. Yeah. You basically pick your question out that's not checked. Okay. You ask it. Everyone's going to answer, oh, including like yourself. Jeeves. Uh, okay. I don't think you've read this yet. Do you want to give it a shot? I can go for it. Do you know how to read? Yeah. All right. Are, uh, these are fantastic. Good start. Yes. Yeah. I know, right? Go ahead, Jeeps. The Beards Watch podcast wants to let you know that if you are a wine drinker, there are some funky ingredients added to almost all the wines you buy at your local grocery store. The, that includes chemicals, pesticides, excessive amounts of sugar, and tons of other GMO ingredients. Our friend Bridget with Wine Under the Bridge is selling clean crafted wine that does that doesn't have any of this junk added to it. If you get a bad if you get bad headaches from drinking wine or you care about what kind of stuff is going in your body, you're going to want to try a bottle. Most of us tried a bunch a couple weeks ago and really enjoyed it. She's offering Beards Watch podcast listeners ten dollars off their first order if you had you just have to message her on Facebook or Instagram at Wine Under the Bridge with the promo code BeardsWatch10, and she'll get you hooked up. That's Wine Under the Bridge with the promo code BeardsWatch10. All right. Nicely done there, Jeeves. Well, also, he's doing that. Our last couple of little housekeeping things. NFL Top 10, pick them. Somehow the kid seems like he's going to win again. He's uh-uh. up two. So he's going to have to miss all his stuff, what? I didn't know. I thought end of regular season was no, done. No, I quit picking. Pick all the way to the Super Bowl. Picks <laughs> <laughs> number two, right? So Tyler C, the champion of last year, is at is at first. Nate's second, and he's like I said, Tyler's up two picks. So with only three games remaining, he's gonna have to flunk them all <laughs> to even get it for someone to get a chance. Nate's second. Tom S is third. Dartboard fourth. Angela Fox fifth. Paul Paul sixth. Amy uh, Lur- uh, Amy Hurley is seventh. All favorites is eighth. Levi's ninth. Duvall, you're tenth. I'm twelfth. Jeeves, you're twenty-first. I forgot to look you up, but I think you're somewhere around fifteenth, sixteenth. Thanks, man. Um, all the unders are like twenty. Is at twenty-ninth. So, little experiment I did. If you do pick all favorites every week, you won't win, but you'll end up in the top ten because all favorites is at eight. So. This little thing, and if you go all unders, as we all knew, you're not going to be anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our fantasy game, I was supposed to give Lurs his trophy. I guess he's never going to get it for winning Survivor, but our Survivor fantasy game starts back February 12th. 
So if you want in, let us know. It's going to be a, a hot competitive one with all. It's season 40, all previous winners. So it'll be good there. And then, of course, we're also then going to do our March Madness when it comes around the corner. And then prize pack from Warehouse Distillery, Wine Another Bridge, Escape One, and all that. Chris is actually 20, 20th. Oh, because you must have forgot to pick and you've just been missing, missing, missing. I told, my other pick em league, it just stops at the end of the regular season. So I literally just made the assumption that y'all did too. No. no we go all the way to the Super Bowl, but that's all right. Better uh, luck next year. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we've got. You got a question? Oh, I do. All right. Um, and just, you know, note the files that I actually closed my eyes and put my finger around and picked one. Okay. That's, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting one. Okay. And you uh, have to answer this now. Oh, I have to answer it. Yes, you have yes. to answer as well. Oh, I thought this was for you guys. No. You know, what? you know what? I'm still going to answer it. All right. Uh, and this is it. Uh, what's worse slash sadder? Your favorite artist putting out bad music or your favorite athlete's skills diminishing? Oh, wow. This is right on brand. This is right on brand. I closed my eyes. You say you closed your eyes. I, mean, I was going to just return a pick and I go, boom. The top is there a name next to it? No. No. I think that let me see that let me see who wrote it because I think it might be it's a good one yeah yeah that actually I put that in there yeah sure that whichever one I, I did that's my handwriting yeah but it might have been someone might have asked me to put that in there I can't remember yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow not, I, I just I, I, as soon as I saw it I, go, I can't go to another one because it's on topic and that is right honestly I would say that the easy answer is my favorite athlete's skills diminishing because I can always go pick another favorite artist okay you know you can, you're always going to find a better artist. But, but but a legendary player. You know? There's only one Foles, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's the final, you know, note to Luke. Yeah. Us, you know? so. It's a good way to the rap put a bow on it, yeah. I, I gotta you know, as yeah, it's it's tough to see one of your favorite athletes just not be able to perform at their best, especially when you know you're one of the top. And I think Luke was still performing pretty good. He was off season, I think, you know, switching from the to the 3-4, not the 4-3 kind of hurt. He was getting blown up a lot because there wasn't many big bodies up front to take on those guards and centers. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough to see your favorite athlete just go down. But, but I mean... We've all had it happen. Yeah? Yeah, we've all had it happen. Nothing lasts forever. I, I, I would definitely go with that because, I mean, I'm a huge Cam fan. And just to see... And I'm not saying his... His skill set has diminished. I think just injuries have kind of set him back, and it's been it's been it's been a tough couple of years to just see him go through that. Um, and I just hope he's able to bounce back. I think he will. Um, and as far as a, a my favorite artist, yeah, you could get another artist, or you could just listen to their old shit. Yeah, there you so, go. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. I think about like like music is it's always there and there's a time capsule for it and it brings you back to memories yes. and you can go yes, back and yes, watch your does. favorite favorite athlete play but it doesn't improve your now yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. it doesn't like I can go back and watch Cam and 15 and blow it up but our team still stunk this year and they were yeah. 5 and 11 or whatever whereas if artist wise if he's putting out if he or she is putting out bad music now I can still throw in that track and my life kind of moves on and yeah. there's nothing to like Oh, I, you can remember that time, or you can even, but... Or you can even change genres. Yeah. You, know, like you can just kind of like still yeah. kind of process and be like, okay, we're advancing in life. Whereas if your sports, if your athlete stinks, you're kind of just like, it's a time thing. You can't, it, it's going to end. It, it, especially with athletes, it all ends. Yeah. Like yeah. no one goes on forever, as in with music, 
They they may be bad, but maybe they have a bad album, but then they come back. Right. They, I mean, you can play music till you're. 80 I mean, look at Justin Bieber, man. He's got Lyme disease. He's still going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, just like, it's just like Kanye West. He's just on some other shit. But yeah, he's on some other shit. He's going out yeah. there right now. Like, I watch college, college dropout all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I listen to graduation. What are you doing? Yes, yeah. yeah. like graduation, late yeah. registration. Yeah. I'm just, cool with that. Just go back and do this again. Nope. Bullshit. Yes. Someone needs to talk to that. Yeah. Uh, no, so. what it is is he's just gotten so much money where no one tells him no, and if they do tell him no, he just fires him, and he's always right. So yeah. now it's just like yeah. that crazy mad rich syndrome where you can do nothing wrong in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now he's bought his own property. He's got his own people out there, and you know, yeah. Follow Joel Olstein. Yeah. What was I gonna say about starting a cult? Cult? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I joined. We got time. You know. <laughs> Yolo. All right, Jeeves. Uh, I'm with you guys on the favorite athlete. Chris? Ditto. Yeah. But have you ever gone back and watched like a Dawkins hype video? Yeah, of course. Holy Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's different. Holy I mean, I mean the evolution of YouTube has changed that. I mean, I can yes. go there, you know, if I'm... I'm trying to for a game, and I'll put out that one highly filmed. Yes. I was at the gym this morning, though, and Pump That Bass by Lil Wayne came on, and it immediately <laughs> took me back to college, though, and I was yeah. like, damn, all right. But I feel like, like you said, you can still bring it back, but you can always listen to that music and still keep playing it, whereas that athlete, when we go to watch our favorite team play that game, you don't yeah. see Tiger them playing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, a tough, it's a weird way around it, but it's a tough thing to be, especially when... Like you said, we're going through it right now. Panther fans, I think we had some of our best players in team history with your Cans, with your Lukes, with your Gregs, to where you see them gone, and, and there's no one really waiting in the wing to where you're like the talent drop off is steep to where you're kind of like, you know, it's no saying you don't know what you got till it's gone. Oh yeah, and it's like it's all hitting us at once. Like there's just this is one of the most active, craziest off seasons to bounce back to it in Panthers history, like that I can remember. Wild. I mean, it's like from firing a coach to then hiring a guy to give him a seven-year deal. He came from college. He sat speaking to preachers. He sounds like a preacher when you listen to him. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was in the middle of a church service when I was at work listening to his press conference. I felt like people was going to jump up and say hallelujah and felt like clapping or whatever. (laughs) Sound like a politician, man. No, to me, it was a church. I'm a temple guy. I love Matt Rule. He got our temple program to the best it has ever been. And then he dipped out like everybody else does. Yeah. But, but dude, it's something about him, I'm like, well, I'm a little inauthentic for me. It's a little too perfect. Like, guy, honestly, guy, it's just a little too perfect. He commands respect. He does. He's a, he commands respect wherever he goes. And that is one of the most important things because of what reason a lot of college coaches go to the NFL. I mean, listen, Pete Carroll was running an NFL program at USC. That's yeah. different. These days it's tough because, you know, you have a bunch of college kids that are going to listen to you. you grown-ass men in the NFL. Like, yes. It's tough to be like, hey, listen, like, yeah. you can't not even be yeah, like they've got kids. They're making more money than yeah. you. they got, yeah, yeah exactly. All the same age. Like, you, yep. that guy, I think he'll, he'll command the respect. And I don't, I think you have a smart owner and I don't think he would make a dumb decision. We have a, I think we have a smart owner. We also have an owner who knows he has the most money in the NFL. Right. Yeah. So he's yeah. not scared. And what's interesting is, again, you, you can go play on both sides. You know, money doesn't solve all problems. We'll find out. But he's, I at least like appreciate the fact that he's not scared to invest and go. Okay, you, I want this guy. Let's go get him. Coaching staff wise, sports science wise, let's dive into every because he's going to give you every opportunity to right say, hey, yeah. look, if you're not winning, it ain't because of me. I've given you the best of the best resources. Right. Yeah. If you're not winning, then it's it's you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, why can't I do it? Maybe I'm just not good enough. So at least he's doing that to that aspect. 
And I think, yeah, Rule, it's one of those things where if I would have saw that press conference on another team, I'd be like, why didn't we go get him? Yeah. yeah. If, we, if, if we were looking for a coach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of where it was. I mean, we haven't really touched on Rule because we recorded last Monday because I had to work on Tuesday. But, you know, it's just been – it's like it kind of – like I actually had the thought today. It's like where, where are all the staff announcements? And I know he had like a, a coaching clinic he had to go speak at. And then LSU won, so it was kind of waiting for, I guess, some dominoes to fall in that aspect. And then Joe Brady hit. And all of a sudden, good gracious, bam, the Luke Kigley news hit. And it's like, well, now it's like, what's the Cam news? You know, what, what, and then how else is the coaching staff going to fill out? Like, I know Luke came out with something, but is he, is he retired? We don't know. Like, he's is he gonna stepping do away. He's stepping away. So is, there's not going to be a repressor. There's not going to be like a, a passing out of jury. Like, it's, it's, it's strange. I mean, I'm looking, I'm interested to dive into it more today and tomorrow. And kind of see what all comes out of it, but yeah, just just a strange couple weeks for the Panthers, ending it on an all losing streak, and just it's it's a totally new era, and it's like saying it's almost like I said it's it's kind of saying goodbye to our youth football. I mean, 2011 we graduate college, Cam gets drafted, and now it's like, and then Luke the next year, and now like all these guys, it's like. Yeah, it's it's like it's almost ushering out an era of. I know we we turned thirty, but it's like, look, you guys are getting old. Oh, like yeah, you know, what yeah, I'm yeah. like it's kind of a, a putting that to bed and, and kind of say, being sad at that as well. So, and you know, at the same time, you know, it's also exciting. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And I always try to look at other like you know you look at different you look at let's just say the 49ers a couple years ago. I mean, they finished four. They just picked second overall last year. Am I right? Isn't Bosa a rookie? No. Uh, no. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. They put they picked second overall and got Bosa. I mean, <laughs> and now they're in the NFC Championship game, and they didn't have Garoppolo. They 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 had Beathard, and they bounced around with guys, and things can turn around quick. You yeah. know, not saying the Panthers going to be an NFC Championship game in a year from now, but if you make the right picks, you make the right trades, you make the right coaching hires, right. it can it all the way around. It, it it can flip around. Yeah. So again, it's only February. The Panthers are out of the playoffs. I don't want to go too many skies falling stuff, but it's just it's one of those shock things to get over an icon, a legend at the spot for yeah. us. Um, Best linebacker to come through Carolina, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. I think he's, uh, and like I said earlier, you know, it's, it's really nice to have someone that doesn't have issues off the field. Yeah. It's very important to have, like, you want yeah. to have that role model that has the face of your team, et cetera, because, I mean, maybe people like Antonio Brown, man. Like, you, oh, can, yeah. you just, you know... You, you, you gotta be fortunate to look at players like that and have accountability and stuff. So you know if that if that is the end of him, you know I would be proud of you guys. That's almost if you're if you're Mike Tomlin, you go knock on the owner's door and say, "I need a raise." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see what I did, right? See yeah. what I kept. Remember, him? remember what I was saying? Yes. You know I wasn't wrong. I kept him from like he was still crazy, but. He wasn't like throwing gummy bears and saying crazy. Well, you don't shows. know that. I mean, he probably threw some. some I'm sure he was crazy, but they at least enjoy. kept it wrangled in to where yeah, it didn't break yeah. out on TMZ every week and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah. he went to two different teams in the. And how about the, the Antonio Brown curse? Every team he touched this year, <laughs> Patriots lost. First time in 17 years, there's no Roethlisberger, Brady, or Manning. In the conference championship game, what? Yeah. Seventeen years. About time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's and you know we're at our fifteen, so we're going to wrap it up. But it's one of those things where we always, you know, you count the quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls that are in the NFL, and really, it's you know you got Flacco, you got Brady, Roethlisberger, 
Uh, Foles was a new one. There hadn't been. There's very rare you get a new guy. Rodgers has already won one. Wilson. Wilson's won one. Uh, I think you're only looking at eight or nine guys that have actually, as a starter, not talking Ooh. backups and all that kind of stuff, but as a starter, quarterback-wise, yeah. you go around the league. Once Peyton retired, e- uh, Eli's uh, in there. Eli's so, there. who? Eli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's very few guys that have won Super Bowls, like you said, that are new guys. So it's, yeah. this year's Der- you know, Rodgers is what the only one returning. Yeah. So the that last, has that has won a Super Bowl. The before. last one to do, I guess, would be Rich Kent or not Rich Kent. Who's uh, who's the the Bucks quarterback, 2002. Oh, Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson, that's yeah. him. Yeah. He beat Rich Gannon. Yes. Rich Gannon was in the Raiders, okay. Yeah, so, but there's, there's exactly a new guy. I mean, like, Foles was a new guy who won it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ryan could have done it. Cam could have done it, but it was a Manning. It was a Brady. I yeah. mean, the Roethlisberger did, and then, you know, it's, Rodgers won him one. The Packers could have done it, but Kurt Warner had already won him one when he took the Cardinals there years mm-hmm. and years ago, so... But barring Rodgers, you could have a brand-new Super Bowl champion that added to that list, which is – it's 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 wild how competitive this league is, but it boiled down to only, like, four or five teams. Yeah, teams I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd yeah. like to see – I'd like to see Mahomes win it. Well, oh, yeah, Mahomes would be great. I, I got to think Mahomes. I don't yeah. really like him. Yeah. I want to see – he keeps covering games for me. Mahomes is making you money. I, mean, I love it, man. Yeah. As a quarterback, you know, they were down 24. I was like, listen, just, we don't need that disagreement. Mm-hmm. So, the way that offense went when they were down 24 goose and it just boom, boom, boom was like something out of like a video game where like you spotted your little brother 24 points or like you secretly, when he went to the bathroom, you switched yourself the rookie and he was on all Madden and you were able just to, to, to destroy him or whatever. Like it was unreal seeing that. That's why I keep thinking like even if Derrick Henry has a beast game and he keeps Mahomes off the field for a lot of time, yeah. when he is on the field, he's putting up. They score quick. Man. They score quick as they yeah. score quick. Unlike some of the, like and you thought but that's the thing is Jacks I mean not Jacksonville, Baltimore was able to score quick, but they just had a they another picked a bad day to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Receivers couldn't catch speaking of not having a receiver for a long time. I think since Anquan Bolden, the, the the Ravens haven't had a receiver. I mean, they crabbed you for a little bit, but let's be honest, he was at yeah, and Smith was on his way out when he was there. Yeah, yeah. Smith. Okay, that's Steve Smith, but he and he put up some numbers, but it's still one of those they haven't had a guy in a, in a while that's that's kind of that they could grow with. You know, like yeah. I said, yeah. Smitty was older, Anquan was on his second binge, yeah. but they Tory got Super Smith was there. You know, well, they actually drafted uh, Rashard Perryman like four years. Yes, ago. that's right, and yeah. he. Blew up at the end of the year, and you're like, yes. maybe it's just like it's like Philly, man. They can't draft wide receivers. Yes, yeah, it might be. Oh, it could, I mean, the Ravens haven't really been good at drafting receivers in the first round either. No, I'm saying I remember uh, we had a bunch of good wide receivers until Chip Kelly came around. Oh, we drafted. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Jackson. Okay. Sean yeah, Jackson. That was, I mean, yeah, it was a good second. That was, that was, that was no Jeremy Macklin, man. Jeremy like, Macklin was he was good for a little bit, good for yeah. a little bit, but nothing. The like, injuries caught up to him. Yeah, you should like. Yeah, you should get like an receivers are their, their receivers can be hard to hit though because yeah. and yeah. because when you when you go to those college offices sometimes they're like look I just want you to run three routes yeah. and if they're going against guys who are going to be accountants and car salesmen it's easy to burn them and yeah. they get the league and everybody's talented you can burn you can get by with your talent at some point but eventually you're going to have to be a little bit smarter and, and better and, you know and all that kind of stuff at them so and defense the scheme a little bit more mm-hmm. it's more you know more complex so all right. We'll sit out on that. A lot of, lot of pack. I feel like we packed it in pretty good and kept it moving and flowing for an hour 18. I mean, Luke News was wild. What happens next for the Panthers? We'll see. It's only February. New blood, new juice, 
shed some tears, pour out some beers, chug some beers, shotgun some beers, Duvall, drink you some Henny or, well, no, you don't like Hennessy, but some uh, some brown. We got yeah. some brown up there for you if you want to take a little swig on the way out. <laughs> but uh, final thoughts? Enjoy yeah. your time. Oh, I loved it. Thanks yeah. for having me. I think you know, Duvall's also going to be listening to some college dropout Kanye West, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time, but yeah, that's all I got. All right. Thanks for listening, as always. Like, subscribe, comment, and uh, geez, what do we say? Peace. Thank <laughs> you.